0: with your host, Seema Vasa. Our program is designed to bring you business tips and success stories directly from the people who are making it happen. If you could use a little motivation and a lot of ideas to help you and your company move forward, stick around for the next hour. Now, here is Seema Vasa.
1: Welcome to the Forum. I'm Seema Vasa, your host. Today, we're gonna be talking about a topic that's very near and dear to leaders, employees, employers, and that's company culture. Our first guest today is Julie Strong, who is CEO of C1S Group. Julie's company recently has won Inc. Magazine 2016 Best Places to Work, and three years in a row has been awarded the same uh, award as Best Best Places to Work. Welcome, Julie.
2: Thank you, Seema. Glad to be here.
1: What an exciting uh, status to have for your company, and I'm sure it resonates across the Uh, all the employees as well it's such an incredible status to be awarded that
2: thank you we're really proud of it
1: so tell us tell us how does this come about give us give us a secret sauce if there is one as to (laughs) how you guys drive such amazing culture
2: well we We started this journey, you know, the company's been around for 16 years, but really the focus on culture and being a great place to work probably started uh, 13, 14 years ago when we realized to grow this thing, we had to attract the best folks in our industry. And we set about to, you know, identify what are our core values, who are the kind of people we want on our team. Uh, We identified five core values. Uh, You know, we are real is one, self-propelled is two, we make it happen. We walk our talk, and we work hard and play hard. And so I with that, that foundation of of our core values, we use that to recruit. We use that for performance evaluation. We use that when we're making decisions about how to proceed with a client or a project. Um, those are just guiding principles. And we find that uh, they resonate with like-minded folks. And when you get sort of like-minded folks on the team, they're not identical people. They don't have the same strengths, the same background. They don't even maybe do the same job, but they all do feel some. Um, they feel like they're all pulling on the same rope, the same way, and have a lot of trust within each other. And you know, protecting that trust that we have among each other, between the leaders and the folks that are actually executing for our clients. And um, when you when you have that kind of trust, everybody works real hard to protect it and to model it and to teach it and to make sure we're we're maintaining it. And so once you get it going and it and it's got roots to it and it and you see it, you know, bear fruit and be successful for you, there's a lot of effort to, to protecting it and taking good care of it.
1: That's great. And when you sat down to develop the core values, was there a lot of disagreement, or, or did you come to an agreement pretty quickly with your management team?
2: You know, it surprisingly did not take a long It wasn't a, a, a hard process. We, we had a hard time articulating the words. We felt like these words needed to be sort of real specific, but not fancy. And right. so, um, you know, just we are real. We we didn't know how to make that anything other than it was. So that's what it is. And you know, there's 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 back to it, right? That means we're honest, right. we're trustworthy, we're reliable and genuine. But what it means in in translation is, uh, if you're overwhelmed, you can say so, and you know that nobody's going to judge you or hold you um, to a lesser standard. If you say I, I I can't do more, tell me how to prioritize my work, or I made a mistake. How do I fix this and make it better? So um, what what we wanted to to come out of it was this, you know, the, the feeling that everybody around you is real. Everybody's human and makes mistakes, but right. we didn't want to overdress it. And so keeping them really tangible for our folks just helps them translate that much more easily.
1: That's fantastic. And, and tell us a little bit more about the other values that you guys have defined self-propelled. Is that in from the perspective of getting outside financing or give us a little perspective on that?
2: Sure. you know the self-propelled for us just really means we're we're a smaller leaner organization and we do complicated stuff um, right. and people you can't have someone pushing you all the time uh you've got to go chase those things down on your own, whether it's a piece of information, whether it's a client, whether it's pricing. Uh, you know, when you're executing engineering construction projects, there's so many players involved. Um, it's about, you know, driving the process and not being sand in the gears. And so too many times in, in our world, there are players uh, that are on the team that um, aren't, aren't adding value, aren't aren't pushing the thing along and so right. for us self-propelled means you've got to have that within you that you can't ask your supervisor to keep double checking on you and driving you and saying hey did you did you did you we have processes you follow the processes but you're going to have to push and and yeah. that's the value we bring
1: uh um, I, I, I love to use the word you have to drive you got to be the person who's driving this yeah it sounds good yeah,
2: yeah. So time is money, right? I mean, that's for that's everybody, right. for our clients and for us as well. I mean, all we are are our people and our hours in the day, and nobody wants to work 24 hours a day. So let's let's drive and push. Let's be efficient. Let's have processes. Let's learn from our mistakes. But keep going. Don't stop. Right. Um, so uh, our next one is we make it happen. And really what right. that means is just being resourceful and flexible. Um, mm-hmm. It's about working smarter, not harder. Uh, right. And so that's leveraging technology, leveraging the collective expertise in the company, um, accessing experts outside of our company to figure out the best way to do things. Technology just changes things so quickly you can get behind in a hurry if you're not grabbing hold of those things. And so, for us, make it happen just means um, y- you've got to be that change agent. You've got to be the one that's making something happen, pushing it to the finish line, whatever that finish line is, whether it's an internal project on the finance team or a construction project uh, downtown. Um making it happen, that that's how you how you bring value around here. Um, our next one is we walk our talk. And so that just means you need to make a commitment, you keep it. So be dependable. Uh, do what you say you're going to do. Uh, so we're careful with our commitments, but we make meaningful commitments, and then we do our best to make them. On the flip side of that is something comes up, we stub our toes, something happens. We can't. we got to be real, right? we got to right. be honest and communicate that as soon as we know it's true. And so uh, those two go together really well. And then our last one is, you know, work hard and play hard. So um, we, you know, we're a work-to-live kind of place, right? And life happens while you're earning a living. And so... Right. Um, people need interest. They need time to, to do mm-hmm. what they love to do, whether it's travel or family or church or whatever those interests are. Um, you know, we, we encourage them to go pursue those things because that's the whole person. And without the whole person, uh, they don't bring their best in here every day if they're leaving half themselves outside. So we, you know, we've got a real... You know, I think generous PTO policy, you get 15 days a year plus one day for every year of service. Uh, we do a lot of team building events after hours and weekends, fishing trips, hunting trips, uh, golf outings, you know, just a lot of ways for us to, you know, play a little bit together it helps us work better together. And so. Right. Uh, you know, that one is real important. We, we recognize and reward the folks who are managing to do both because it's easy to get stuck in the work hard. <laughs> and it takes some real intentional effort to make sure you're playing hard too.
1: And do you have somebody who kind of manages or administers or looks at the calendar and says, hey, you know what, it, it, we need to have an event uh, or, or some sort of bonding experience in the next two weeks? Or then the, Like how does one deploy something like that?
2: Yeah, we uh it's actually one of our scorecard metrics. So every Monday we look up and we look at our um our team building events. And okay. so um every week we're looking at it and if you could go more than three or four weeks without everybody gathering and it could be on a particular team, but usually they're company wide, um right. you know, we know that we're that people start feeling the strain and work becomes a lot less fun and so it doesn't have to be fancy. It could just be, hey, we're we're going out for Mexican food on lunch on Friday, um, or we're going to go bowling next Thursday. It doesn't have to be a huge elaborate party. Uh, right. It's just out of the office, and it's not work, but it's with the people you work with.
1: That's fantastic. And, and so it's, it's basically everybody's responsibility to make sure that there's a connection or there's some fun going on um, on a regular basis.
2: Right. And and we have sort of a designated fun captain, and I work with that person. I'm, I'm mostly HR around here. And so, so, you know, we've got a fun captain who keeps their eye uh, out for community events or fun events right. going on. Or if there's not one, you know, how do we make one? How do we just do something that's of our own doing? And so, you know, last year for our 15th anniversary, we surprised everybody and brought them in the office, and we did a uh, an amazing race where they had to break up into teams and they had to drive Uber all over Dallas and uh, you know, go find these um, adventures and do certain things in certain places and meet up at the end. And you got an extra day off for every segment of the race that you won. And so just they're they're random. They don't have to be complicated. They're just right.
1: Fun. You just got to make it an important. It's like planning work. You have to plan that as well just to make sure exactly. it happens.
2: You have to be very intentional because, like I said, the work can just run you over. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm curious. Do you have employees that are offsite? I, I know in this day and age, we a lot of companies have virtual employees or they work remotely. Does your company have everybody located in one office?
2: Well, we have we have one um, headquarters building in Dallas. Our projects okay. are all over, and some folks just report to projects every day. You know, they rarely okay. come into the office except for big meetings. Uh, so it's a little it's a little challenging to find a way for us to all get together. So sometimes we pick an event that's near a job site so that those folks can come a little more easily, or we pick an event uh, that's on a Saturday when they're not working, or we shut down the job site so that they can come and be a part of these things. Um, we have a little bit of a work we have a work from home policy. And work from home a couple days a week, um, but we try to manage that so that everybody's touching base and the team's all together on Mondays and Fridays. So we start and end our weeks together, and everybody can still feel connected.
1: That's a great idea. That's wonderful. You start the week together, you end the week, you end the week as well together. Yeah. And do you guys have to give us kind of the the, the funnest in office perk, if you will, uh, that for an employee at your company?
2: Oh, gosh. Sun is in-office perk. Well, we have breakfast tacos every Friday. And we play this song on the radio called It's Raining Tacos. So when you hear that, (laughs) you know to come to the kitchen and get your breakfast tacos. Um, We have uh, quarterly conferences, which are great. They're all hands meetings. We have open book financials, and we celebrate core values. And um, so that's, you know, those are just some regular touch points happen every three months. Um, Perk. Gosh, there's beer in the fridge for after hours. Uh, Trying to think of that. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Um, (laughs) You know, generally speaking, uh, we just, we we try to pepper the weeks with something fun. I mean, you get a celebration on your birthday. We have a little Scrabble board up here in the front so people can put silly messages, you know, day in, day out about whose team's winning and a fair amount of trash talking. And so, you know, try to keep it light in smaller ways throughout the day and the week. It sounds like you have a group
1: of highly motivated, competitive, but also a group of people, but people who also like to play jokes and have some fun during the course of a day as well.
2: Yeah, it's a good group. Yeah.
1: That's fantastic. If you were to uh, give a tip to somebody who's thinking about trying to improve culture, is there something that you would say first and foremost to focus on?
2: You know, I I think our core values really ground us. Uh, and they help us realize sort of who we are and what we value. And so when you have that common, you know, foundation among you, if you will, and they, like said, so these aren't fancy or moralistic values. These are just sort of who we are. Right. That gives everybody sort of a, a common playing field, you know, and we know where we start from, and then after that you layer on individuality. And so, but without that, you know, there's nowhere in our core values it talks about driving profit, there's no right. learner values that talks about um, you know, gaining market share. And so those things sort of come out of our core values just by nature of the fact that if you have good people that do good work and you keep them happy and doing what they do, those things happen. But for us, our core values really started to bring all of this together for us. And it sounds That's like a daunting task to come up with values, but it's really you put the right people in the room and just start talking, they do come up.
1: That's, that's great advice. That's great advice. When We're going to take a short break here, Julie, but when we come back, I'm so curious to understand your recruiting process and how do you ensure that you get the right cultural fit into the organization? Because as you said, you have to protect that culture to ensure that it continues to exist and, and continues to evolve as, as a group. So stay tuned when we come back. We'll continue our conversation with Julie Strong.
3: The Boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network.
0: Don't fly blind. Blink Insights provides valuable research to support more informed business decisions. We have walked in our client's shoes and understand their challenges. We will work with you to understand your information needs and deliver actionable results through innovative and cost-effective solutions. Blink Insights will partner with you To help you make strategic decisions about your brand and better improve your positioning, your product and service development roadmaps, and your delivery to customers. We work with a variety of clients. Call us today at 516 494 0077 or visit blink insights.com. Starting, building, and growing a company is hard in itself. Doing it on your own is even harder. You need a partner on your side who can help. Infinity Squared Ventures works with you to understand your goals and design options that can help you accelerate your business. We have creative ways of working together that allow business leaders to still realize their visions. Visit infinity-2.com and let Infinity Squared Ventures get started with your company. That's infinity-2.com number or call 516-591-0270. listening to The Forum with Seema Vasa. To talk to Seema or her guests this week, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to info at infinity-2.com. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back to the forum. I am speaking with Julie Strong, CEO of C1S Group, and we're talking about culture. Julie's company has been awarded uh, one of the best places to work from Inc. Magazine as well as Outside Magazine. And before the break, we were talking about laying the groundwork for building a strong culture and a a place where people want to work. And Julie, I wanted to ask you, obviously, the people that are in your company today, they align to your culture and values, but I'm curious, how do you find new employees, and what's that process to ensure that they're a good cultural fit for your company?
2: Sure, yeah, that's that's important, and it's hard, especially in our economy now. Uh, it's hard to find, you know, any people, much less ones that fit, and we we have to be really mindful not to take shortcuts there because. Um, right. It's so important to us. It's not just that you could be a great builder or a great engineer. You've got to be able to do it with us because nobody works alone. Uh, so for us, our recruiting process is pretty intensive. Uh, it includes okay. uh, a pre-hire assessment called the Culture Index, which mm-hmm. uh, is one of a, a number of metrics, but it, it provides us some good data um, and, and a good starting place to start asking questions about who you are, how you like to work, what drives you, um, what's your ideal situation for a work-life balance. And so from there, we start digging in, and, and we ask specific questions in the interview about our core values, and they're, they're open-ended questions about, tell me about a time where you just screwed it up really badly, and we just sit there silently and let them come up with it. You know, and don't prompt them, and don't tell them it's okay, and don't, don't give them a whole bunch of else. Just say, tell me about a time where you made a mistake. Right. Let's see how, how real they can be in, in a really high, you know, when you're trying to put on your best face, how real can you actually be when it comes down to it? So open-ended questions like that help us sort of get a feel for it. Uh, we do a lot of reference checking. Um, sure. And so we're looking for supervisory and or client references. We don't need to talk to your friends and your, your parents because they they like you. <laughs> um, right. But for us, we, also, we, we bring other people into the interview. So we need, you know, your future teammates, your supervisor, and some of the folks on the leadership team to sort of see who coming in the house and so it's usually a two or three interview process um some people don't have the patience for that they they Mm -hmm. can't move that slowly and that's okay uh we we just still try to you know move it as quickly as we can but it takes some time and it's important to us to we've made the mistake of of being expeditious and that's just more expensive and more painful so it's it's a careful process to make sure you get the right fit i think the
1: quote is hire slowly fire quickly
2: there that's Uh, that's that's it that's exactly it.
1: That's it, yeah. Uh, the cultural index, I'm intrigued by that. Is that an outside program, or is that something that you guys developed internally in terms of trying to look at um, the different f- factors that you consider?
2: No, it's a it's a proprietary assessment that we subscribe to. So we've done the DISC profile and a variety of right. others. Um, and this one really, it's it's so simple. It's two questions. Yeah. Um, describe yourself is the first one. And there's like 76 adjectives. And oh. the ones you pick are, uh, according to their data and their psychometrics, uh, supposed to be sort of who you are and who you've been since about the age of 12. And they're, you know, remarkably telling. They may not be right on any single day, but they're, they're, they give us a great starting place. Uh, and the second question is, uh, who do you think you need to be at work? And that's sort of helping to see if there's, you know, they've got good fit. They understand themselves well enough to know what they're going to do best and the environment they're going to thrive in. So for us, we're looking for folks with agility, with a sense of urgency, with a sense of teamwork. You know, um, and it takes all kinds, mind you. We we don't we're not a bunch of the same kind of people around here. But um, you know, we're, we're looking for certain things in there: hustle, self-propelled. Um, so. Um, all that being said, that culture index is one piece, but the, the multiple interviews, the references, and then work history for me, that's super important and it's hard to get around uh, our industry sometimes, but people who can sort of bloom where you're planted for at least three or four years, that's important, Uh, that you can bring enough value to your employer that they don't let you go and that you can stay through some fairly tough stuff. Even when it's hard, you're willing to stay at it and keep your head down and keep doing what you do and just see if it can't get better for you. And, um, you know, people whose resumes have, you know, job change every 18 to 36 months give me pause. It it shows me that this person may not be in it for the hard stuff. They're only in it for the good stuff, maybe a little bit fair-weathered. And uh, for us, it's hard to build a team around.
1: Completely agree. It's definitely a red flag, especially in this economy where there's so many things that are changing, and you really want to see if somebody sticks and are they in it for the long run, or at right. least the mid, you know, midterm time frame. I'm not saying sure. people don't move around. Uh, sure. So yeah, that, I really love that cultural index. It's a great idea. We we actually do the multiple interviews as well, but the cultural index is a nice precursor into having that first uh, in depth interview. Yeah, it helps. So, so shifting gears, you, I know that there's some of the things that you guys do at your company about promoting a healthier workforce. What are some of the things that you do? I, I know I looked at your website. The pictures look great. It looks like everybody's kind of running or physically
2: fit in some way. <laughs> well, we, you know, we uh, we really just encourage You know, being outside for one, uh, and then just moving, whatever that is, if that's gardening for you, biking, walking, we have a a team called the sustainers and that's just really, it's not a running team, it's just a motion team. So you can come to any of the events we do and you can walk with your dog or you can run or you can compete and try to win the thing, but we'll pay for your entry fee and we'll support the team getting there. Um, we also every year we give gifts at Christmas to everybody and we tend to focus those around our core values. And so, you know, with the work work hard, play hard. We've got um, one year we gave GoPros to everybody. So get out. Wow. Go do yeah. something cool and send us a video of it. Um, and then last year we did uh, Fitbit. So we gave everybody a little Fitbit Blaze. And that has been huge for just these uh, random contests, people challenging each other in small teams and or these random just, hey, quick challenge, next 24 hours, who can get the most steps, you know. and yeah. Again, it's another way to kind of start the trash talking and everybody having some fun with each other. And I know you're still working, but we've got a park behind our office. So let's go for a walk and we'll talk it over while we're taking a lap. And it just keeps people moving and thinking. And, um, and then, but it also encourages just, uh, breathing some fresh air and keeping things moving. And, um, you know, we've got someone on our team, on our sustainers team who always wins her age group and she's, uh, she's plus 50 so she wow, you know, we've that's got great. competitors down in the 20s and the 50s and um, and they just it, it's one of our our favorite activities to do is just get out together and and we tie it in with some charitable stuff if it's a if it's a cause that someone is particularly fond of then we'll go participate in their event and and um, you know and also do a little team building a little fitness in there just kind of for multitasking
1: so that, that has to be one of the scre- not screening criteria, but you would assume then when you're recruiting, it's people who do like to be moving and, and has have energy to kind of get out there, whether it's not, they don't have to be marathon runners, but they have to enjoy being outside and moving around.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Not marathon runners by any stretch, but <laughs> folks who, you know, like to micro-brew all the time or uh, play video games, then generally speaking, they're not going to find a ton of people here that they share a lot of interests with. You know, it's right. possible. Uh, everybody likes to drink beer, or a lot of people like to drink beer, but not really like to sit around all weekend and brew it. Uh, right. So it's just a different different mindset. Again, when we're digging in, we ask people, you know, what do you do for fun in right. the interview process? And we're trying to find out, you know, we're not opposed to microbrewers, but do you also go for bike rides? Do you also uh, hit the gym or like to kayak or hike mountains or whatever it is you do? Just want to see that, you know, those those things are common among us.
1: That's great. So, tell me, what has been the result of of having this uh, these awards presented to you guys, or being classified in these two different um, publications as being one of the best places to work? What, what have been some of the benefits for you guys?
2: Well, um, you know, from a business perspective, it's been great for recruiting which is okay. which is great for people to know that um you know outside the interview process and everybody smiling and saying how wonderful it is there's actually a little bit more behind that that you can kind of is hope, hope is true, and so you never really know until you get there, but, but that helps a bunch in the recruiting process. But for us, I think one of the big things is the recognition has sort of liberated us to feel like this is a part of our identity, you know, not mm-hmm. just something we do. Um, and so we, we really get to think creatively about what else could we do, you know, who else right. is doing something cool, and why wouldn't we try that? I mean, why we're one of the best companies to work for. Why wouldn't we give that a shot? And sort of frees you up to, to give those things a try. Um, the work-from-home thing was a big risk for us, but it's turned out to be great. Um, you know, there, there's a variety of them that we probably wouldn't have ventured towards had it not been something we were kind of known for, and that recognition really sort of freed us up to be a little more adventurous.
1: That's great. Well, it also proves to you that putting that time and effort into it really you know, pays off, not necessarily in dollars, but kind of validates what you're doing and, and it gives you the platform to be even more creative.
2: Yeah, yeah. And to reach out and, and connect with a community of other companies that are doing similar things. I mean, we're not, we're no Google by any means, but, right. um, you know, there are a lot of companies doing really cool things and we don't get it all right all the time, but to know that it's a focus and someone's job is to make sure we are a great place to work. We, we love being on the list, but we sure. really want to be a great place to work. Um, the list is just validation. And so it's been it's been it's made my job really fun and a really rewarding part of my job.
1: That's great. Have you connected with other companies on that list or other companies who are doing cool things just to get brainstorm and get
2: ideas? We have. We have we've connected with a local mechanical contractor called TD Industries. They've nice. been on the fortune list of the hundred best companies to work since that list started. And so okay. uh, we, uh, we share and, and, you know, flatter, or what is it? Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. So flattery, we imitate right? them a lot. Um, and then we got the container store here locally. We got Southwest Airlines here locally. We've got wow. a lot of great examples in our own backyard of people just doing it right and having fun and working hard. So we were really lucky in that way.
1: That's fantastic. Well, Julie, I really appreciate you joining us on, this, on the show. Obviously, culture is such a critical component of any company, and it's nice that you've kind of given us a bit of a roadmap. If, we're gonna fo- if companies want to start focusing on this, it's really thinking about those core values first and foremost. So we really do appreciate you taking the time. If, if people want to learn more about your company, where would they uh, find you and how can they get in touch with you?
2: Sure. Yeah, we've got uh, you know www.c1sinc.com would be a great place, the website, and that's got all of our contact information on there. Uh, we're on LinkedIn. Uh, Twitter handle is c1sinc or at c1sinc. Uh, so any way you want to reach out, we, we're the only C number one S I N C out there, I think. So fantastic! Reach out to us. We'd love to visit.
1: Fantastic. Thank you so much, Julie, for being on the show, and look forward sure. to keeping in touch with you. Likewise. Thanks, Seema. Thank you. Next, after the break, we're going to be talking to Lee Gross. Uh, He works at Common Bond, and they have an interesting feature that they're offering their employees, which is helping a lot of these emerging millennials deal with student loan debt. Stay tuned for after the break.
3: Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business.
0: Starting, building, and growing a company is hard in itself. Doing it on your own is even harder. You need a partner on your side who can help. Infinity Squared Ventures works with you to understand your goals and design options that can help you accelerate your business. We have creative ways of working together that allow business leaders to still realize their visions. Visit infinity-2.com and let Infinity Squared Ventures get started with your company. That's infinity number two com or call 516-591-0270. Don't fly blind. Blink Insights provides valuable research to support more informed business decisions. We have walked in our client's shoes and understand their challenges. We will work with you to understand your information needs and deliver actionable results through innovative and cost-effective solutions. Blink Insights will partner with you to help you make strategic decisions about your brand and better improve your positioning, your product and service development roadmaps, and your delivery to customers. We work with a variety of clients. Call us today at 516-494-0077 or visit blink-insights.com.
4: Looking for exciting video content, live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now.
3: Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network.
0: You are listening to The Forum with Seema Vassa. To talk to Seema or her guest this week, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's one 472 5790 You may also send an email to info at infinity-2.com. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back to the forum. I'm Seema Vasa. We have our second guest today uh, on our episode regarding company culture. I have Lee Gross. He is a VP of Business Development at Common Bond, and they have recently started something really neat and creative uh, in offering their employees. Welcome, Lee, to the show.
4: Hi, Seema. Thank you for having me.
1: So tell us a little bit about CommonBond. I'm not sure if everybody fully would know what, they, what the company does.
4: Sure. Uh, CommonBond is a fintech company, uh, and we help students and graduates pay for their higher education. Uh, we also provide employers with a set of tools that allows them to help their employees get out of student debt.
1: Gotcha. So we do
4: this... We do this through a couple of different solutions. We help uh, employees refinance their student loans at lower interest rates. Okay. Uh, we help them evaluate their student loans to get a sense of what the right payment plan is for them. And we also help employers, if, should they so choose, pay down the student debt of their employees directly.
1: Gotcha. So this is something that really um, was appealing to me when I read about it. It's you guys as a company obviously offered this um feature to employees, and that is helping them pay down their student debt. How, do, how does that work?
4: So, yeah, and it, it's, it's proven to be a, a very valuable benefit. And the way it works is that an employer uh, makes it available, and employees have the ability to sign up, and common bond will then route payments directly uh, to their loan servicers. So, say, for example, an employer wants to contribute $100 a month to their employees' loans. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would they would uh, provide the list of employees, uh, and once they register on our platform, we then handle the distribution of those payments.
1: Gotcha. So it's pre-tax. It's before the payroll is uh, processed. It's it's not net income. It's it's pre taxed it uh, income.
4: It, yeah. So it is currently imputed income. So okay. it is uh, it's not a pre-tax benefit like a four hundred one k contribution is today.
1: Gotcha. And what is, what have you seen as the results of offering um, this uh, common bond, as well as your clients who are using this feature?
4: Yeah. So this really um, it really grew out of our own desire to attract uh, millennial employees. So at the sure. start of 2016, you know, we were planning on a big ramp in hiring. Um, and you know we're in the we're in the financial services space, and we're a startup, and there's a lot of competition for. Younger employees, you know in engineer and and you know and in technology, sure. so and you can't always compete or pay as much money in salary as a financial services a more established company could. So what we started to do was we said, you know we know that this is a big problem, so we contributed a hundred dollars a month to our employees' student loans. as a result, what we saw was a higher acceptance rate of the offers that we were making, so, You know, we had in 2016, we had an 85% acceptance rate for our offers. You know, that's about 10 to 20% better than what you see in the financial services industry. uh, And it's well over 20% better when you think about other startups. You know, so what we saw from this benefit was a dramatic increase in our ability to attract the type of talent that we need.
1: And is there any obligation for the employee to be there for a certain amount of time? You know, how does that work for employees? Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah, you can so employers can structure the benefit in any way that they want. So for CommonBond when we launched it, we were really focused on acquiring the talent. So okay. we paid we started we started paying this benefit, you know, the minute you start working at CommonBond. Uh we work with other partners who said, "Well, actually, we don't have a problem getting people to work here, but we have a great training program and after 2 years we find that employees then jump to a different job." So that's a rough deal for an employer. They spend all this time and money training employees only to have them leave once they're ready to go. So a company like that might say, we're going to implement this benefit, and it will kick in uh, after your second year. Uh, Or they might say, well, it's going to be a lower amount for the first two years, and then it doubles, let's say, once you've been here two years or more. So you can structure the benefit any way you like to drive the outcomes that you need.
1: Gotcha. And, and how have you seen this take off? Uh, when did you guys introduce this as a product uh, to the open market after you guys implemented it? Has it been a couple of years that you've been doing this?
4: No, it's more recent than that. So we were, besides our own usage, which has been uh, for about a year and a half, okay. we rolled out this benefit publicly um, at the start of 2017. And in oh, that wow. short amount of time, yeah, I mean, it's, it's relatively new. Right. Uh, in that short amount of time, you know, we've seen great adoption. So, you know, we have, you know, we have well over 100 partners that use common bond for various uh, student loan services. Uh, and we've seen quite a few of them, you know, start looking at rolling this benefit out uh, towards the end of this year. So it's been very well received.
1: That's fantastic. And any anecdotal insights that you see from, you know, your colleagues about this benefit? Is it, you know, what what's the reaction? Is it Wow, I don't know a lot of companies that do this. Can you give us a flavor of what reactions you've seen?
4: Yeah. You know, the reaction in the market, has been it's been very interesting. Um, it's, it's quite clear that everyone is kind of talking about this benefit. So when we speak to companies, and we're typically speaking to everything from, you know, mid-sized technology companies all the way up to, you know, the Fortune 100 companies. All of them are looking at how this benefit can help because a lot of them, what they're saying is that, their employers are actually actively reaching out to them and asking for help with this. Um, you know, it's it's having such a huge effect on, on the younger employees. Uh, it's affecting their ability to work. It's affecting them their life decisions. And so employers really want to help. Uh, so we've seen a, a really good feedback on that. And I can even tell you, like from Common Bonds' experience, you know, we had 100% of the people that were invited to participate joined onto this benefit immediately. Uh, and so we're currently offering it to a about forty-five percent of our company, um, which are the people with student debt, wow. so you know there, there's no shortage of demand for the product.
1: And and is the um, it, it truly is is an additional benefit. So the offers that employees get is not deducted. Like you're, it's it's basically incremental to whatever their base pay is. It's not something that's then factored into you know what their offer would be um, if they didn't have it.
4: Yeah, that's correct. Under the, current, so under the current tax treatment, the way it works today, is that right. this benefit would be, you know, they call it imputed income. It's essentially as if you're being paid more money, so it's taxable. Right. Um, there are, you know, people would compare this to tuition reimbursement, which is, you know, what, what a lot of companies do where you go to school and then the company repays it for you. Sure. Which, you know, that benefit has um, a $5,250 tax deductible element to it. Okay. Um, that's where there's been a lot of activity in Congress right now, and there are there are a few bills uh, in front of us today. With, and there's one specifically called HR 795 in the House that has 91 co-sponsors on it right now. Um, and that bill would actually treat this student loan benefit the same as it would tuition reimbursement.
1: Wow, that would so, be
4: yeah, that would be when that happens, it will be uh, a tremendous you know boon to this uh, to this business.
1: Fantastic. And is there other features that you could talk about with Common? I mean, Common CommonBound seems like a great platform for employers just to even have a conversation with their employees as it relates to helping them figure out how to repay their debt in general. Is that what you're seeing as a tool for employers to help out their employees and have that discussion?
4: Absolutely. Uh, in fact, yeah, with a lot of employers, what they, what they really want to do is provide education and awareness around student debt to their employees. So okay. even for those employers who may not, you know, some employers may not have the budget to do contribution today, or they may be looking at this in the next six to twelve months. Um, one of the things that Common Bond offers is is a suite of products that allows them to provide education. So, for example, um, we have a student loan evaluation tool uh, where an employee can go in, they can input their specific information, uh, it will sync up their loans, and it will give them different options for repayment. You know, I think there's a you know, There's an alarming lack of information out there about programs that are available. So right. even besides refinancing, refinancing is great. Of course, it's not for everyone. Um, there are multiple income-based repayment programs that the government offers, and people just don't know about them. And so the purpose of a tool like that is just to let people see what, what might be out there You That's know, for right. their particular situation.
1: Are you finding that a lot of millennials, I guess, that this is really targeted to, uh, you know, what would you say their knowledge is of all the different options that exist? Is, is it is it relatively low or what, what's your perspective on that?
4: Yeah, I mean, I would say it's, it's alarmingly low and it's, and it's yeah. kind of sad, right, that, that they right. Just don't have that type of information. Um, you know, look, the federal government, there are five different income based repayment plans out there right now. And mm-hmm. rather than and you can you can easily, first of all, if you even know about them, you can easily pick the wrong one. Right. And you can actually be paying more than you need to be paying. It's, a, yeah. it's truly, I mean, it's almost tragic when you look at, you know, the trends today around um, how student loan debt affects young people's free cash flow.
1: Right. Uh, you know, right.
4: one of the one of the things that we always talk about is that, you know, student loan debt has, has tripled over the last 20 years. It's actually doubled since 2006, um, wow. while at the same time, median income has barely moved at all. Right. So, and I think that's why I think that's why it's become such an issue today. It's like you know, there was a period of time, student debt always has existed, but now it really eats up such a chunk of, um, especially young people, of their income.
1: Yeah, I, my sense is that when young people go to college, they, they take out the debt, but I don't know if they necessarily fully understand the impact of it after they're done school. It's like, oh my goodness, I have to pay what, and so it's all there's a lack of education. I feel like when the loans are actually being taken out.
4: I agree. There's a, there's a lack of information at the, at the time that you're making that decision. Uh, we actually we rolled out a student loan uh, product earlier this year, and we have uh, a calculator that tries to provide a little more insight for people around what it's going to cost them. And I think more importantly, like, you know what the cost is, but what you don't realize is, what are you going to be paying when you get out of school? Like, what's that right. monthly amount? Uh, right. So we try to provide that level of guidance. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I agree that there's a lack of that type of information out there.
1: So do you feel how would you describe the culture at Common Bond? Since this is an episode about culture and you've offered this amazing benefit to employees, is it is it different do you think from others?
4: I think so. And from the from the places where I've been and I've and I've been in, you know, startup environments and in larger companies. We have a I mean it's a it's a very it's a great culture here and it and it's got that combination of kind of the fast paced startup type mentality. Um right. but combined but it's also combined with this sense that we're actually doing, you know, good for society. We're helping people. Our products are those that, you know, save people money. So I think what permeates the place is this this sense of, you know, that we're helping people. We're not trying to push a product on someone. We're really trying to help them save money.
1: Yeah, And that's a great point. And we're going to take a break quickly. But when we come back, Lee, I want to talk about the social cause that you guys, your company supports as well, because I, I, think it's quite amazing, and I'd love for you to share that with our listeners as well. So when we come back after the break, we will continue our conversation with, with Lee Gross on Common Bond.
3: The business community's first choice in internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network.
0: Don't fly blind. Blink Insights provides valuable research to support more informed business decisions. We have walked in our clients' shoes and understand their challenges. We will work with you to understand your information needs and deliver actionable results through innovative and cost-effective solutions. Blink Insights will partner with you to help you make strategic decisions about your brand and better improve your positioning, your product and service development roadmaps, and your delivery to customers. We work with a variety of clients. Call us today at 516-494-0077 or visit blink-insights.com. Starting, building, and growing a company is hard in itself. Doing it on your own is even harder. You need a partner on your side who can help. Infinity Squared Ventures works with you to understand your goals and design options that can help you accelerate your business. We have creative ways of working together that allow business leaders to still realize their visions. Visit infinity-2.com and let Infinity Squared Ventures get started with your company. That's infinity-2.com number or call 516-591-0270.
3: We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866 472 5790. That's 866 472 5790. Voice America Business Network.
0: You are listening to The Forum with Seema Vassa. To talk to Seema or her guest this week, please call 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to info at infinity-2.com. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back to the forum. I'm Sima Vasi, your host. And we're talking about something that's very near and dear to many people, uh, business leaders, employees, employers, and that is culture. I'm. I started the conversation with Lee Gross of Common Bond. He's the VP of Business Development, and the the they provided and for their own employees as well as uh, an offering as part of their product portfolio, in helping employees pay back their student loans. Um, and we were talking about how that impacted the culture. Lee, give us an idea about you know what culture is like in a fintech. Startup, if you will.
4: Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, the 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 pace at a fintech startup is it's so interesting, um, and it's in many ways it's like a roller coaster ride. One, you know, in the beginning especially, one month, you know, everything's flying. The next month, you're trying to solve certain problems. So it's been right. it's been a really interesting ride. And and over the last you know 12 months, Common Bond has been on you know such a growth uh, streak that it's it's really got it's really exciting. You know, every day that we come in here, we're, we're trying to solve problems and we're trying to figure out how we can get, you know, our benefits out to more and more people.
1: That's fantastic. And I know that we talked about, obviously, this benefit for employees to have, uh, you know, the student loan repayment. I, I also am very intrigued by the social promise your company has. And could you share a little bit more about that?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, our social promise, it's something that has been with us since the, from the minute that we were founded. Yeah, and our founder, uh, David Klein, who is still uh, our CEO, uh, he put this in place right when the company started. Um, you know, he believed that a company could be uh, a source for social good. Uh, mm-hmm. And so our social promise, we figured, you know, we should continue the education uh, theme. And what right. we do is we help provide access to education in third-world countries. We partnered with a great company called Pencils of Promise, uh, and what they do is they build schools and provide access to education in various third-world countries. We've specifically focused on on their program in Ghana, and we okay. help them build schools, provide textbooks, and, and provide general access uh, in rural villages where they may not have a schoolhouse, they may not have any materials. Uh, and what we've been able to do is help build um, many schools, and we've helped over 5,000 kids get access to education
1: our is
4: is our model is, a, is, a, our model is a, it's a one for one model. okay so for every for every uh, fully funded education through our platform, we are providing that access to education overseas to to a student in Ghana.
1: That's fantastic. And when you say education, it's 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 college, uh, any fully funded education program in Common bond, which is I'm thinking college or or graduate work, I guess. Is that right?
4: Yeah, so we've tied, yeah, so we've tied our refinancing efforts here towards mm-hmm. providing access to, it's actually early education uh, overseas gotcha. in Ghana. Yeah.
1: That makes perfect uh, sense. And I, and I think,
4: you know, you speak to, you know, to culture. I think, you know, that social promise really uh, has a big effect on our culture here as well. It affects the type of people that want to work here, uh, and it also affects that overall feeling that I mentioned earlier about, you know, just feeling like you're doing you know, even, you know, it's a business, absolutely, but that, right. you're, that you're providing a service that helps people. And then when you layer on top of that that, know, the better that we do here, the more people we help there. I think that really helps a great deal as well.
1: Well and I think that resonates with millennials as well. It seems to be a very common theme among millennials in terms of having a a higher purpose, a bigger cause in life to, you know, not just being working for the man, if you will, but their efforts are being are are contributing to something good in the in the world.
4: That's true. And and if you ask yeah, but if you ask people here like why did one of the reasons they took a job here uh, you would be, you know, I, I was surprised, but it, it's one of those top three reasons that people would list.
1: That's amazing. And and do you guys actually get to see the kids? Do you get pictures? Like how much does this permeate through your culture as as the social promise of the company?
4: So uh, we do, and actually once a year we send a team over <clears throat> overseas with Pencils of Promise to Ghana to actually participate in the program. So I know that you know David Klein, our CEO, will go. We have an internal contest here, uh, yes. where we send a few of our employees, and then we also have a broader contest amongst all of our members. Uh, it's an essay contest where people generally explain you know what their interest is in this, uh, and we'll pick a couple of winners, and they get to accompany us as well. So every year you have this group that goes down there, and then of course we get. They take video, and we get to see them actually building a school. You get to see them interacting with the children. Uh, then we bring that back, and Pencils of Promise will come in and present that, and all of our employees get to see it. And I think for that me, is sp- that was the point. Yeah, that was the point where it really hit home. You know, it's one thing to, you know, to see it in writing and to and to talk about it, but when you see the videos, and you know, you see like your your you know your friends, your colleagues are in the are in the mix there. Right. It really hits home, and it's and it's uh. That's when it really gets rewarding. I think when you can see it in action.
1: That's a that's a great benefit. It's a great program. It's way to, it's a nice way to make it real and tie everybody together in terms of what the what the um, the promise is trying to do. So I'm gonna I know that um, we're gonna wrap up here shortly, but I I did want to ask you, you know, if if you were to let's say talk to somebody who's not doing this today in terms of. Um, not offering a student loan benefit repayment plan. What would you say to them? What are, What are the reasons why they should really consider it?
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I, look, I think to, to any for any company that you know that's looking to offer um, assistance or benefits to their employees, I would say, you know, this is actually one of those things that people really want. This is an area, student loan debt, you know, is an area where people are struggling. It doesn't just affect millennials. I mean, we talk right. a lot about. Because millennials are now the largest part of the workforce, um, and it certainly affects them, you know, 70% of millennials come out of school now with debt. Um, right. But you've also got that, you know, the Gen X, those 30 to 40-year-olds, that's the second largest, you know, that's still 35% of your workforce, and they still are struggling with this debt. Um, you know, what I would say is this is a way, this is a way to really do something that will affect them. And if you want to look at it even from a, you know, from a more business-oriented perspective, this is a great way to attract and retain talent. Uh, you know, 86% of young employees said that they would commit to an employer for five years if a benefit like this was offered.
1: Wow, you know, that's you amazing. when you think about
4: that, yeah, I mean, when you think about that, um, and, you know, millennials are called it more of the job-hopping generation, right? You know, right. millennials change jobs about 33% more often than their uh, older colleagues.
0: Right. This is a
4: great way to make people, you know, actually come to your company and want to stay at your company. So I think, you know, when, when you think about what a benefit program should do, what it should do is affect the areas that are most troubling or, or the biggest areas of concern. And, and right, right now, for that portion of your population, there is no bigger concern than student loan debt.
1: Well said. That's really great. Uh, you sold me. That's a really great idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Lee, if people want to get in touch with you, learn more about Common Bond, how can they find you and or your company?
4: Sure. Uh, if people want to learn more, they can they can um, so they can email me directly at okay. Lee at commonbond.co and that's L E I G H at commonbond.co. Uh you can also visit our site at commonbond.co and if you go uh, backslash partners you'll see uh, some more information and you can submit a request to have a conversation in more detail.
1: Great. Well thank you so much, Lee, for being on the show. I look forward to keeping in touch with you and um What a great feature and program that you guys are offering out there. Really appreciate you sharing that with us.
4: Yeah, thanks for having me, Seema.
1: Take care. So that concludes our episode of culture as it relates to uh, different and unique aspects of culture that people are working on. Uh, We learned a lot about kind of starting with your core values and then really kind of looking at what is the biggest pain point or what are some of the biggest challenges that your employees might have and, and kind of consider how to alleviate some of those challenges. Thank you for joining us on the forum today. Stay tuned for the forum next week. Have a great day.
0: We are so glad you've joined us for the forum please tune in again next tuesday at 1 p.m pacific time and 4 p.m eastern time with your host seema vasa on the voice america business channel until we talk again have a good week